Welcome to another episode of ANR Podcast. This is episode 8. And today's episode, we got some great things to talk about. We're going to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League and what the critics are saying already. We'll talk about Turtles' video game trailer that was released. And finally, we'll talk about our theory and our expectations going into Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show that's starting this week. So, let's get started. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in today, our episode 8 podcast. We've got a bunch of topics here that are going to be really, really interesting to get into. But before I get started, I want to welcome my co-host, my two co-hosts today, my buddy D. D, how you doing? Oh, Mondays, am I right? Other than that, I'm good. Mondays is good, because yeah. it's our podcast day. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we got him back. We had to cross a lot of... Uh, uh, dot, dot a lot of I's and cross a lot of T's and get our, you know, contract settled out with him. But he is back, our buddy Chris. <laughs> Chris, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good, good. Thank good. you for coming back. Glad to be back. I'm excited. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, uh, before we begin our juicy topics of today, we're going to go around the table and talk about what you've got and what you watched. So, D, take it away. Okay, this week I got my Star Wars Black Rebels version of Ahsoka. She might be like one oh. of three characters that I actually like in Star Wars. I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but I don't know. There's something about her. I used to hate her. Now I love her. I got my... <laughs> it, it wouldn't have to do nothing to do with the Mandalorian TV show, would it? Uh, maybe. Maybe just a dad plan. I don't know. We're, we're not even going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, I got my um, Apex Peter B. Parker. And oh yes, black version of the Batman you have from from Hush. Oh, okay, the Hush line, Mafex one, right, or Mafex. And then other. So than have you that, opened I them didn't... all up? Oh, oh, and I got. I know I didn't open them. Are you crazy? And then I got <laughs> the rest of my House of X Marvel Legends. I'm gonna hoard them Wait, all to the weekend, s- the next weekend, and then I'm gonna open them all at Christmas. Oh, okay. So you're gonna you're gonna eventually open them. You're not yeah. an inbox collector, right? No, I open I open my stuff when it calls for it. I okay, just need I... to be in the right mood. I need to light some candles. <laughs> it's a seance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> all right, a all right. Moment Anything else? Uh, what did I watch? I think I'm on episode five of Queen's Gambit now. Oh, okay. How is that going? I like it. It's one of those shows that I, I don't know anything could happen, so I need to be mentally prepared. Like, is this going to be the episode where she loses? Because if she does, she's going to throw a fit again, like she did when she was eight, and I need to be like prepared for that. She, she's a human with human flaws, so you know how you have to be in the right mood to see someone fall from grace if that time does come. Yeah. I don't know if it will. I don't know like what will happen, but I just need to be in the right mood. Oh yeah, well for me like when I watched that show, um, I really like her acting. She is an up and coming. I think she's a superstar in the making. She if she gets the right role, I you know I could see her winning an Oscar for yeah. sure. It just that's how talented she is. And you know, how many people were interested in chess before this came out? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right. So many just I'm jokes and memes of chess now. 
no, nobody cares about chess, and nobody <laughs> did until this this show came out, and then all of a sudden you've got people from all walks of life and all age groups playing chess everywhere. Yeah, you know, they had like I don't know. I remember hearing it from somewhere where they had a huge surge in downloading from the Apple Store and the Google Play Store of chess apps and how to play them. And then there were YouTube videos who were teaching people, people were teaching chess. Those views skyrocketed just from this show. So, yeah, I mean, she's incredible. And, the, and then, you know, the director and everybody involved did a great job on that show. My only, you know, unfortunately, I wish they had done a part two, but, you know, this is a one-off kind of thing. They already said it from the beginning. It was just going to be uh -huh. a one-off. Okay, well, I can go so, in expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like so, the new D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else, D? No, nothing worth mentioning. If I did watch something, I don't remember it. All right, okay, okay. No worries. That's a pretty good, decent haul today, uh, this yeah. week. That's nice. Uh, Chris, how about you, sir? I picked up, well, let's uh, say what I got last week because I wasn't here. I picked up the rest of the Back to the Future figures by NECA, which I was super stoked about. Uh, amazing. Oh, they, look, they look so good. They uh, look so good. The details <laughs> are just sick. And you opened a lot of restraint. Oh, yeah, he, you opened it, right? You opened stuff. Oh, oh gosh, yeah. Like, I used to be a never-removed-from-box collector, but half the fun's in posing them. You know, they have, you oh, got, yeah. like, Legends and the new DC line by McFarlane. It's just like, how can you not open them when they have such amazing articulation from when I was a kid and we had the Toy Biz X-Men figures and they had, like, four points of articulation? I'm like, this is action <laughs> fun, you know? <laughs> Front kick, sitting pose. Yeah. <laughs> the splits. I, the fun part was you almost had him on their knees, you know, with one knee bent. <laughs> You're yes. like, Spider-Man's almost got that crawling motion. <laughs> I see it. <laughs> oh, you're you, you, you one of the rich guys. You got the ones with knee articulation. I'm thinking about the Batman figures. <laughs> Honestly, I... Uh, you know, we'll save it for another day. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I'm going to say it. I, I was dying to get the McFarlane Spider-Man. Do you guys know what that is? The McFarlane Spider-Man? Yeah. From Hasbro? Yeah. Uh, Toy Biz? The, the big eyes one, right? The, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's your favorite dumb, one. Dumb. That was my favorite thing. And I chased it all the way to Peru and got it. What? I found it from a gentleman selling it sealed in Peru for $100 US. Remember when we used to see buff. those things all over the place? I remember going into comic stores and he was just sitting there. And then oh, one day geez. he was just obscure. Yeah. <laughs> it was like 15 years ago, maybe. That's when I yeah. bought that figure. I used to see him at Central and... City Comics all the time. Oh, man. And I just recently sold it last summer. You did what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. How dare you? I... I... I, I sold it to a gentleman in Montreal who paid me double what I paid for it 15 years ago. He, Jeez. I just, I, I didn't even know what to offer or what to ask for, and he offered. All right, we're about done here. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs> and it was hard. But yeah, you know what? no, I, I totally I, understand. Sometimes you got to do what you no, got to do. And the only reason I sold that one is because of the retro Spider-Man wave that we got. Yeah, that was pretty good. You know, I fell in love with that Spider-Man because. It was everything I wanted in Spider-Man. You know, obviously there are a couple of nitpicking things, but this was my, you know, quote-unquote, best Spider-Man that I have ever owned. 
And I'm like, okay, well, it's time for me to move on from this one who I held in high regards. Not because of just articulation, just the story behind it, the hustle, the hunt to get it. Right. Yeah. And so I, you know, had to uh, part ways with it. I'm like, well, you know, I got to do it. And, and you know what? I got a fair offer. I mean, fair from his point of view because he's been looking for this for 15 years. Right. So wow. he's been hunting this down in seal because he finds them, but they're all open. So he's yeah. like, when he saw my picture and he's like, you have one sealed. I will give you this, and I need it today. And I'm like, okay. As a bonus, though, I did give him an open one as well. I had an open one, extra one that I had given to my son. And you know, my son saw the new retro one. He's like, well, I don't want this one. I want that one. So my son's only ten years old. And I said, okay, fair enough. So I gave it to him for free. I'm like, hey, look, you at least have an open one and a sealed one. So That's I nice gave him both. So he was, yeah, he was really happy with that. You know, some collectors like that retro look and retro feel, right? Yeah. It's nostalgic yeah. for them. So, yeah. Any, anyways, uh, Chris, sorry to cut you off. What else did you do? Or what else did you get? Uh, back to me. Thank you. Um, I'm excited because uh, someone who's on this podcast talked me into getting the House of X by Marvel That was Legends. me. That, that was me. That was me. Yeah, that was me. That was me. Habit of doing that. Peer pressure. I'm just... <laughs> hey kids you but, guys want any toys no thanks <laughs> he just pushes them at you <laughs> yeah. he drives by not, my apartment the, and just throws them at my window for the record people who are listening i do not do that i do not ask kids if they want toys <laughs> i don't want to hear any messages just me anyways the, yeah. the child yeah, at heart. Just, just you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah you got your house of house of x yeah yeah, and uh, for what I've been watching, I've been kind of going a little bit, well, I don't think you can call it retro, but I've been going back watching all the uh, Futurama episodes because it's now oh, on I Disney+. Plus. <laughs> I love that show so much. Bender's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Every episode that I watch, it's just amazing. It's. Did you uh, ever finish the, like, the whole way through? Like you saw them all? Uh, a while ago, I did watch them all, but, uh, you know, at my age, your memory goes, so yeah. just refreshing. I just remember it's... some episodes got a little emotional, too, and you don't expect it as it go, oh, dear, this came out of nowhere. It's like, why is this a soap so... opera now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was still good. It was still good. Yeah. But uh, that's all that was going on with me. Got some toys, watched some Futurama, and... Uh, Looking forward to find something this week to bring home that I really didn't need, you know. That's always the best. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> or dilemma. I act like I hate it, but I really love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let you guys What about you? I like, oh. buy, I like throwing money at toys and stuff that I don't need. <laughs> what about yourself, Elvin? <laughs> What'd you get? This week was a pretty light week for me. Um, I only ended up get. <laughs> I only ended up getting two figures this week. What? Two. Yeah, um, but two really important figures in my collection. I got the fiftieth uh, anniversary Lucas Star Wars Mace Windu and Qui Gon Jinn. Oh, oh yeah, you're really excited two. about those. Because I don't have them in my collection. Yeah. So this is the first time getting them. I missed them during the initial Black way, black Series wave because I wasn't sure how deep I wanted to go at that time. And um, after my ex you know, collection exploded from like 10 characters to like 100, um, 
I had no choice but to get these two guys because they're so iconic, not just because of their acting, you know, who they are as actors, but their roles in the Star Wars, you know, prequel were pretty important. And mm -hmm. um, so I had to get them, and I was so happy when they reintroduced these guys in new photoreal technology. And uh, and the packaging is amazing. I don't know if, you know, anyone so who hasn't awesome. seen this... It, it's so good the packaging it's just i just love i love the darth maul in the back i love how it shimmers off the light i i actually got two mace windows one i'm going to open up the other one i've actually hung in my wall i actually hang all retro packaging in my wall uh, maybe i'll put that up on ig one day but i got two mace windows but what happened was when i i ordered two of each but best buy screwed me over on the qui-gon they said only one to me they said we don't have another one to send you here's five dollar east gift certificate <laughs> okay but did I'm you like, pay for the full thing yeah they reimbursed me yeah. for my money but they gave me a five dollar gift certificate only a couple of days after it was like you know shipped so they didn't tell me this whole time until it was ready for shipment then they tell me oh by the way one of your quagons not coming so had i known this in the earlier stages i would have been able to find it somewhere else oh that's but you know well, I, you know, to be honest with you, I did find it somewhere else. I actually found it in Thailand. Um, oh, wow. Somebody, there's a website in Thailand, and I found it from there. I ordered a bunch of stuff from there. Uh, you do pay through the nose sometimes for it, but it's something that I want, because I want to open a Koi and I want to keep one sealed. So when I order my other stuff, I just threw this in the cart and just sent it on my way. So it should be here in about two weeks. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's those are the only two things I got uh, in terms of figures this week pretty light week um and what i've been watching um to be honest with you i've been watching a lot of comedy right now i i, I know there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe the next couple of weeks from netflix and disney but i've been watching that superstore show oh on netflix. man yeah i've been <laughs> so funny yeah i love it uh, this thing this show just gets better and better every season and it's so fun to watch and I cannot, I've been telling everybody I know about this who loves comedy, just go and watch this show. Give it, give it a good chance. Go through the first season. Let the characters kind of develop to where they are. And by episode, uh, by season three and four, ah, these characters are so good. And what every one of these characters brings to the show is so awesome. You know, one of my favorites, have you, you guys both have watched the show, right? Yeah, I'm on the latest yeah. episodes. <laughs> I'm, only on few, <laughs> I'm only on oh, a few. I'm only on a few episodes going in. Oh, okay. Okay. So I won't ruin it, but there is a side character. He's not a main character. There's a side character who just cracks me up every time. He's one of those guys in the back in the warehouse delivery guys. Oh, Marcus. And, uh, he's oh, yeah. He always wants to get the chats going, and nobody cares. He gets he gets way better. <laughs> I have a feeling that yeah, like, I don't... I'm not going to spoil anything, but I had a feeling like people liked him, so they just kept putting him in the show more and more so that's good that's oh yeah 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 definitely you definitely see that in uh season three you see him more involved and he should because he's just so it's just out of, out of nowhere just yeah like, funny i had a feeling he was supposed to be it like just... a one-off like show up every every couple episodes for like two seconds but i'm glad he's i'm glad he's on and i'm glad you brought him up the, cra <laughs> I the would, crazy i would actually oh, I would actually just would love to see a spin-off of his own with his own little crew in the back warehouse oh, guys or something like that. 
It's the funny crazy how thing far about behind that we show. are, too. What's that? I was going to say, it's like it's... Uh, everyone in the States have been watching this for years, and it's almost done. And here I am, and the rest of us, we're like, oh, have you seen this new show? And all of my American friends are like, that show's old, man. What are you talking about? So it's just... <laughs> <laughs> well, there is season six already. Yeah. Yeah. I just happened to stumble upon it on Netflix as a recommendation, you know, and, uh, I, you know, I binged through a lot of these episodes. I mean, end of season three, I believe, and uh, I plan on binging through the rest of it probably in the next week or so because I want to kind of get through this before the onslaught of shows that's coming up in the next few weeks. There are some heavy hitters coming from Netflix and Disney. So When I you finish, I want to talk to you. I want to pick your brain and just talk about people. Oh, like absolutely. 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 All right, okay, so, um, yeah, so that is it for our what we got and what we watched. Um, Dee, did you want to take it away for our first topic today? Sure, sure. So before we got chatting here today, I stumbled upon a review for a movie that is supposed to, well, not movie, I don't know what it's even called anymore. Is it a miniseries? It's the four-hour version of this, the uh, Snyder Cut of Justice League. And... The number that appeared on the screen was three. And my friend says, is it three out of five? Yikes. And no, it's three out of ten. Jeez. And it was Yikes. from, uh, I know this this <laughs> this site may not be the best to to look at movie reviews for, but it was Game, GameSpot, I think. And okay. then on the flip side, IGN gave it an eight. So that's where I started thinking how this movie is so divided fan base wise that there's not going to be any real winners here when it comes to reviews. Either you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. And if you're on either side, you're just going to get accused of bandwagoning. So I don't know how you feel. Like, were you excited to watch this? Do you, do you think it's going to suck? Like, it's hard to go into a movie that you're expecting to fail and, and not having any bias. I'm I'm gonna let Chris take the the second uh, thoughts here because uh, the mine is gonna be pretty lengthy. Chris, <laughs> wanna weigh in here? Yeah, it's. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched the first Justice League. Ooh, I'm sorry. What? I what? Know. But well, like, well, like a lot of people were bad mouthing it too. Like, did you even care about it, or were you thinking about seeing it, and then all the reviews turned you off? I actually kind of on topic about reviews. I didn't really see any reviews about it. I just watched the trailer and it was one of those movies that, you know, I'll get to it when it comes out on, you know, Netflix or one of the streaming channels. It was kind of like Suicide Squad, you know, when that came out, it was cool. And I seen the previews and I just wasn't in a hurry to watch it. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I heard about this review that Justice League 2 got, it's just, I don't do reviews. Because too many people have too many different points of views. You know, they might see yeah. something that they wanted to see in the trailer, but they didn't see it. Or, you know, they watched the movie. It's it's always hard to go by what someone else thinks because they will over-dramatize everything. And their personal mind, you know what I mean? So it's definitely, I will probably watch it because I do like some of the DC characters. Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman, You Go Girl, Catwoman Forever. But, uh, (laughs) you know, it's definitely something I'm going to eventually get to watching because 
how do you not know any of these characters? You know, you got to be living under a rock. So <laughs> I'm excited to see it. You know, I'm a fan of Batman. I've seen some Superman movies and uh, it's, we will, I'll watch it and give our own reviews, but yeah. you know. Well, the thing about yeah, I mean, reviews, like you were saying, it's totally like based on opinion. So it's mm -hmm. odd to me when I see two people who agree like right down the, the middle, like they'll agree on the article, they'll agree with the words, but when it comes to the number, like the arbitrary number that it's given, that's when people table flip. Like you gave yeah. it a 7.5, it deserves an eight. And then they freak out and then there's just like, <laughs> there's hell to pay. And then another yeah. thing is they will say they hate reviews until the score is something they wanted it to like, like they'll be like, Oh, I don't really believe in reviews. And then Zelda gets like a nine out of 10. Well, this review gave it a nine out of 10. So obviously it's a good game. Like, you know, how people are wishy-washy human humans are humans. We're flawed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's not our fault. But does that, do, do those yeah. numbers mean anything to you, Alvin? Do you care at all? Do you expect this movie to be uh, good? Well, you know, like, I, I was, you know, I've said it in, in the past that I did not like the first version when it came out in theaters. I was in the theaters watching this thing, and I remember my wife looking at me because she knew I'm, I'm a huge, you know, DC fan. I mean, I'm a fan of Marvel, too. I'm, I love a lot of these, you know, lines, so I'm not a fanboy of one tic a particular one. But I remember her looking over to me, and, and my eyeballs were just rolling off the top of my head. And I was just like, what am I watching here? This is just <laughs> Did you feel guilty? You know, like this... you know when you take your friend or your wife or girlfriend <laughs> to a movie and it ends up... Oh, no, no. My... like, oh, I'm so sorry. Most... My <laughs> wife comes just... My wife comes to watch just because of the popcorn and drinks and stuff I buy her. Yeah. She could care less for half the... She could care less about half the movies I watch. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, like... When I was sitting through this movie and I was just like, why did they take all of these characters and try to cram them in to one movie right off the bat why did they have to do this there's no reason to rush into this you know like batman mm -hmm. versus superman was atrocious movie as well that was just hot garbage <laughs> like honestly like i don't know how anybody could like that movie and if you do like that movie i welcome you to have a, uh, a chat with me because no I will you're gonna get you it for hours Yes. I mean, it is just a <laughs> terrible movie from start to finish. It insulted so many characters uh, that are part of the DC lore for generations. You know, I, and that's another day and a time. I can go on for an hour on that thing. But going back to this, it, having this come out in a four-hour movie, I mean, good God, four hours. You know, yeah, that's why I didn't know what to call given. it. Like at that point, it's a mini series. It, it's a movie. It's not. It's not a series. It's a movie. It's one <laughs> giant hodgepodge of a movie. You know, and before I even talk about the the two ratings, I want to make sure that people understand that he was given extra money to go and improve the movie that nobody in the board liked in the first place. This is not the same movie that he was that he made originally. This is after he heard all the criticisms and all the things that people didn't like. And then he went and got a chance to fix it all with additional funding to go and bring back some of the cast and do some CGI and reshoot. Yeah. So this is not the same movie 
that he in initially planned on doing. And let's not kid ourselves here. Anyone says, well, it's only a small version of that he changed. When you make a change, it could drastically change a movie, even small things. Mm -hmm. Right? It's so this is not the same movie. So what I when I'm gonna wa I'm gonna watch this in a, in a fair way. I'm not gonna go in there thinking that this is hard garbage, and I'm gonna try to watch this you know in an unbiased way and give it its full attention. I'm gonna look at all the differences from the first movie to this movie. I'm gonna see what he was trying to accomplish, and then give my take on uh, on one of our episodes that we'll do for Justice League itself. But I don't have a whole lot of expectations going into this show. I do not think it's going to be good, you know, going into it because of the way... I don't even like his filming, the way he films, his 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 way of doing things. I don't know if you guys understand, like, Zack Snyder's way of filming. I'm not a fan of that. I don't like this dark, grayish look to his filming. And so that already is a write-off for me. Like, when I saw his, his what he does, because he doesn't change it up. If you look at Wonder Woman in his movies, and then you look at Patty Jenkins' Wonder Woman, it's like night and day, literally night and day, right? Yeah. Like it's there's more color to her her movies versus his movies. His is very toned down, and you could see that DC wanted to get away from that because you see Aquaman's movie, it's all toned up with bright, beautiful colors. Same with Wonder Woman, and I you know I bet you with even the Batman movie that's coming out, even though it's you know, not even part of that universe, you're going to see not as toned down as Zack Snyder's iteration of Batman. Even though Batman is dark and, you know, rainy and, you know, Gotham's all dark and stuff, you're going to see some color in there. And for me, that's important, I think, with comic characters. You've got to have some bright colors here and there. It's and even almost, Flash he was toned down it, too, right? It's almost like he's yeah. relying on a specific trend to kind of set himself apart. But the problem with that is when you do it to too many movies, they all seem the same. Yeah, I mean, it just looks like one giant strip of movies from Superman, Man of Steel movie to Batman versus Superman to Justice. It just looks like one giant movie. And mm -hmm. maybe that's what his goal was, to have everything look the same. But... You know, along the way, there was criticism. There was people that said to him that, you know, board members, fans, etc. said that there's a lot of things that they didn't like. And what bothers me is when somebody sees that and hears that, they still don't make changes. That bothers me. I like when studios listen to fans because it shows that, you know, they're actually, they actually care. Because at the end of the day, we're the ones coughing up our money to make this a viable business. Otherwise, everyone's going to be losing money, including the actors themselves. So you have to listen to fans and respect them for their point of view. You don't have to make sure that every fan is happy, but in general, you need to understand if they're like, they don't want Batman shooting and killing people, don't make Batman shooting and killing people with a gun. <laughs> it's things like that that upsets people because Batman was never killing people. He's a detective by nature. His originality when he was in, you know, created was a detective. Not some killing guy with massive machine guns attached to his Batmobile, right? So those kind of things, uh, the attention to detail, the respect to history, all of that was, I, I thought, was you know ignored by Zack Snyder. And that angered me more uh, than ever because I'm like, if you're not going to pay attention to the history of these characters, why are you even here? So when yeah. he walked away, I was one of the happiest people 
you know, when he walked away, because just the fact that he walked away had nothing to do with what was going on in his personal life, but just the fact that he left. And then I hear all these people, you know, bringing, trying to bring him back and egging him on and then, you know, saying, hey, you know, he needs to come back. DC, you've done him wrong. And I'm like, no, 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 DC didn't do him wrong. He did DC and everybody else wrong. But you're always going to have these group of people who are always going to disagree with you. That's the way it is. And they forced the hand of Warner Brothers to bring this guy back and give him more money. Um, I think also has to do with part of the fact is they want to sell more subscriptions. I think they're just, you know, they're like, hey, look, there's an opportunity here for us to sell more subscriptions if we bring this guy back and give him like $40, 50000000 million. We'll probably make 10 times that with the subscriptions to signups. So, you know, they, they're just talking about money here at this point. They don't even care if it succeeds or not. They've already told them that this is yeah, it. They're You're not going to get money. a second... Like, from a business yeah, standpoint, they, that's just smart of them. Like, there's no way they're going to fail, but... Yeah. Well, and then I think, you know, with your question, you know, I'm sorry it took so long here, me, you know, kind of sidetracking, but the three and the eight, those two numbers are heavily you know, skewed in opposite directions there. Um, I don't consider both of these sites as viable movie critics. I don't ever even look at these two sites, IGN and GameSpot, for their opinions. I don't care, but... I just look at that numbers and I'm like, well, look, if these guys have such a huge different uh, opinions, uh, different opinions on it, then, you know, that's what's going to be. It's going to be a divide. You're going to see a bunch of people on the right and a bunch of people on the left saying different things about the movie. And that's where the history of this movie is going to lie. It's going to be this divide and we're going to just have to live with it and just move on from this. And I just hope that, you know, the people who are for him are not going to, you know, continue making noise to get him to come back and continue his work there because it's not a good movie. He doesn't, you know, he's just not a good visionary. He's just not. And I'm just hoping that this kind of goes away. Give him his little moment here. Let's just move on. I, I'm only praying. Here's <laughs> so. the good thing about everything, though. Like, you know, we see a review that is a three and one that's an eight. What are we doing right now? We're talking about it. And I think maybe that yeah. could be a ploy for people to get it in everyone's minds. Like, what's going on? So it gets everyone out there to watch it, which is going to up the ratings when it first airs, right? So yeah. any kind of news is good news for them, even yeah, if it creates right? drama. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the best case scenario for Warner Bros. is the, the drama. The more drama yeah. it creates, the more buzz it's going to have, and the more people are going to go and order that subscription. Mm -hmm. Right? So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, we're going to do a def uh, definitely do a podcast, a uh, special podcast on this movie. We're going to all three of us watch this and give our take oh, on God, it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to watch it. Sorry. <laughs> you said Batman Returns, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The one with Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> That's forever. There you go. You watch that one, actually. I'm going to make you watch that one. So. No, I'll watch it. Uh, there were some <laughs> scenes in the trailer that I honestly wouldn't mind seeing. Like, there's some probably new action scenes. Probably some cyborg scenes. I know there's a scene with Flash and Irish. Like, okay, cool. I'm acting well, like it's the end of the world, but it's whatever. Like, I'll watch it and meh. Nothing. Well, they have hinted that there is more of Cyborg in this rendition versus the other one. So mm -hmm. there's a complete backstory on him. There's a complete um, of how he, you know, goes from who he is as a football player 
to yeah because there's a lot of those scenes in the like original trailer i'm like none of these appeared yeah me (laughs) oh yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i remember seeing the trailer i'm like wait wait i I thought i saw him where's the the part where he body checks the tank i wanted to see that and then it wasn't yeah, in that was a director's cut. Yeah. And we never got any of that. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So I know that they did talk about that. They also talked about Flash um, going through the Speed Force and actually seeing the Speed Force. Yeah. Um, don't, even get, don't even get me started on how the Flash looks in, this, uh, in terms of his speed abilities and how he moves. Ah, uh, yeah. The minute I saw all this weird lightning effects going around him and not in a good way, I was just like, this is terrible. This I didn't flash. mind that, except it caused like collateral damage. So, like, I don't yeah. think you can save people. Well, <laughs> you saw what he did in the Batcave. Well, things were sparking well, and like things at. were getting knocked off the shelves just from him moving. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The effects, like how he yeah. when he. I thought it was cool. It's just all the like collateral damage that I didn't like. Well, I mean, imagine you're trying to save somebody and this lightning hits that person. They're gonna give him a heart attack. They're yeah. gonna die. <laughs> it's just weird like he he hurt it stops and the walls like all filled with lightning and i'm just like how is this gonna help somebody when you're trying to save them so i mean he did yeah, save those hostages it's just mighty convenient that the wall is scorched because you ran by it <laughs> but these humans are perfectly fine yeah it's the attention to detail right that's the problem with Zack snyder and his movies it's just like you know he you know what he reminds me of he reminds me of michael bay in a way Michael oh. Bay is just no storyline, just a lot of explosions, good times. Mm. Now I'm nitpicking. I don't want to. I don't want to be one of those guys. <laughs> it's a comic book. We'll we'll, we'll nip we'll nitpick uh, next week when we do our uh, our podcast for Justice League. Um, okay, so let's let's move on to and Chris, you can start with this. Our turtles uh, drop this week. We got a lovely little uh, trailer for Turtles video game. What do you All think? All right. Chris? Uh, so. I didn't know about this. There's some games that I like to play right now. I'm actually playing DC Universe Online. I don't know if anyone's heard of that. Yes, it's still up and running. Is it? Is and... it, two, is it did we go back in time to 2009? Yeah. Put, I don't want to move forward. <laughs> I want to stay in the past. <laughs> I wonder if my character is um, still in it. I'm going to go check after this. It probably is. I still have yeah. my Jean Grey. Ma- I know, Magnitude. I created an X-Men for DC. <laughs> oh my god. I made a guy yeah. named Magnitude with super strength. He's badass. And then I made a Blue Beetle copy as well. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. So, um, yeah, no problem. Maybe uh, we'll do some missions if you're yeah. signed up. <laughs> <laughs> but back to the Ninja Turtles. I heard from you that they were bringing out a new game and i thought okay it's going to be interesting to see what it's like and i went to watch the trailer of it and i just gotta say i'm actually super super stoked about this it was everything that we played in the past the namco teenage mutant ninja turtles the opening it kind of has that blast from the past starting but you know they updated it and i'm just super stoked to play this game i'm actually looking forward to buying a new game for my system that i use it only for netflix and dc i'm i'm excited and i can only imagine how many other people who are into the retro game the gaming 
because there's people out there who have their old Nintendo systems and they're buying these games and they're going for super crazy money. You know, this yeah. is going to be that nod to the retro play of it, but you know, definitely updated graphics and some amazing moves. And instead of just one button to kick and punch, you need to do a combo of L2, L1, circle, star, <laughs> triangle, you know, how did I do that? Yeah. But I'm super stoked about this game and I'm gen genuinely excited. Yeah, I, I could, uh, I definitely feel the same way uh, as you do because uh, when I saw this trailer, I actually thought it was going to be a new animated, you know, TV show. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm just like, oh my God, they just did an updated version of what I love and, yeah. and everything, even how April O'Neil's, you know, kicking, you know, foot, foot uh, soldiers and how Splinter was just flying through the sewers with a stick. I'm like, this is so awesome. And then I find out it's a game. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> this is a game. I'm going to be actually be able to play this because I played the Turtles in Time. And, you know, now I get to play this game with the, albeit a little bit updated graphics, um, better coloring and stuff. And then you see Bebop and Rocksteady. Ugh, man, it, I, I just can't wait. And we'll definitely play this game on Twitch. Uh, under our A and R banner, so anyone who's listening, look out for that. We'll definitely announce that where we're all going to get together and play this game, and just you know, just talk about nostalgia, talk about all the uh, levels that we go through. I think it's going to be a fun time for mm -hmm. us to do that. So definitely check, uh, keep an eye on that. We'll drop it on our social media outlets. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about, uh, just not the game, just the opening intro. Did you guys not feel? excited to maybe see a turtles tv show come out did you guys when you saw the trailer did you not feel that we should get a tv show out of this too as well i didn't know what it was i was just like okay did someone remake this intro i didn't think it was a show but i was confused as for like what i want another tv show i'm always down for a t turtle tv show well you're you're our resident turtle fanboy like you love turtles <laughs> i mean i've seen your uh you know your one six scale turtles there on your uh oh yeah you're in your room in your room with the casey jones, casey, casey right jones. <laughs> <laughs> i honestly well, I, do you think that the nickelodeon is testing the waters and seeing I mean, they had to know that when they made this intro they they you know they must have known that this might spark you know some well, aren't they supposed people. to be doing another show anyway? Yes. I know a movie's coming out, and I think there was plans for a show. I haven't heard anything concrete about the actual show. They just had to wait for um, Rise, the Rise movie, to drop on Netflix, and then I think they're just going to do a different one entirely after that. Okay. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if we seen a, a revamp of the cartoon come out, because honestly, when I was watching the trailer... Like D said, I literally was confused. I'm like, is this a game or is it a cartoon? But, you know, once I got more into it, I'm like, okay, this is a game, but it's also very cartoon. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm kind of excited about that, too. Because, you know, I remember going back to a kid. We, for Christmas, we got some Ninja Turtles toys for Christmas and... I remember the first VHS episode copy was the Gravity one. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> I don't remember it, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember specifically the episode. They're all blur to me. 
but oh but super exciting oh you know like i when i saw this like i was like okay we're gonna get a video game for sure obviously but give me the show and I, I, maybe paramount you know with the streaming uh platform that they're bringing they gotta bring some content so i think they have the licensing with nickelodeon to do turtle stuff so mm-hmm. i think they might put it on paramount plus because they gotta get some content original content in there for people to be interested in buying the subscription so we might see it on that and i think this is a this was a if this was intended you know on purpose from nickelodeon to test the waters because they've got to be on social media probably listening and hearing um what people are saying about this whole thing and they probably are a bunch of people are probably on there going oh my god can we get a TV show with this kind of uh, modern updated graphics and looks? Because, you know, this is huge. This is, hits no, nostalgia right in the gut. And I, I think that's going to be a hit. And then you can branch off and make a whole bunch of action figures out of this. And I know D would buy all of them. Every single one of them. <laughs> Even the turtle van. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't if NECA makes it for them. sure, right? <laughs> Um, so yeah, the game is gonna, the game's four players and it's going to be, there's no release date yet. It is from the same makers. I scoured the internet for hours trying to find stuff. It's the same makers that made that other game, uh, what's it called? Fatal, Final Fight? Streets of Rage 4. Sorry, Street for Rage, yeah. The same makers, right? Yeah, Dot Emu. Actually, it was published by... Dot Emu and the developers tribute games. Yes, yeah. So it's just gonna be button mashing, uh, street brawling type of game which everybody loves. Yes. And then they're gonna they're gonna bring all that nostalgic stuff where you know that remember that part where you can fling the foot soldier into the TV screen. Do you guys remember that they, Donatello yeah. would fling? So they, That's how they you had, had to beat uh, Shredder in um, Turtles in Time. And I, as a kid, I was like, I didn't understand what was going on. You had to flip him into his uh, mech. <laughs> yeah. So they're they're bringing all that stuff in. So it's so cool to get that nostalgic feel. So I, mm-hmm. I can't wait. Definitely can't wait to get this going. And then we'll we'll definitely play this together and give our opinions on it. Got to uh, order anything... some pizza oh, <laughs> while we play it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to add to this mm. before we move on? I call Michelangelo for one. Um, I'm Raphael. Two. I'm. I was trying to see if there's any information out there. There wasn't. I know people are, are super into couch co-op, so they can play like with their friends and at home, and online play. I don't know if you can do both at the same time. I don't know if it's one or the other. Hopefully, it's both. And the last thing I wasn't sure of if it's uh, cross-platform. That'd be really cool. If yeah. they play their cards right, like Scott Pilgrim versus the World was a fantastic game, and it was done in a retro style. So hopefully they take notes from that. Shovel Knight, people are get kind of confused when they see these nostalgia like pixelated retro games, but there's a big demand for them. If done correctly, there's tons of replay yeah. value. Like I would love it if this game was lengthy and it had a replay value. Like you beat the game, you unlock maybe Casey Jones. Or Ace Duck, or like oh, there's so man. many options. The neutrinos, like it would be so cool to just do that. And what they're doing with That'd these remakes is they are doing that kind of stuff because now they have the manpower to do it and they have the time to do it. So, yeah, fingers absolutely. crossed. 
Yeah, I would love to see, you know, uh, expansion packs or even uh, additional, you know, hidden characters that you unlocked and you can go play them and maybe things will play out differently because of that different character. What I would also like to see is the difficulty level change and the amount of characters on screen change based on how many people are playing cooperative. If you're playing by yourself versus four people in the screen, right? I would like to see changes in that. So that'd be pretty cool. I would love to see like uh, tag team action where two turtles can help you know each other and do a combo or something like that that'd be pretty nice you know oh, like maybe yeah. maybe like spin you know donnie or mikey in a turtle down down the the screen or something right so that'd be pretty cool uh, yeah i mean it's gonna be uh interesting when when this drops we'll definitely give our take on it and play it and um yeah it's gonna be fun it's uh about time that we get something cool like this from something that you know a lot of people loved in the 90s all right um i think we've pretty much talked well into that conversation we will go into our final and third topic and that is the highly anticipated falcon and winter soldier tv show oh boy we're gonna we're gonna give our (laughs) theories on it i've got some hot takes on that I, i mean i know you guys are ready to go uh, but before we do, I do want to mention to everybody that's listening that we're going to be doing our bonus episode on Falcon and Winter Soldier right after we watch it on Friday. We're going to drop the uh, the episode on Saturday. So keep an eye out for that on all of our platforms, iTunes, Spotify, etc. We'll definitely be giving our episode-by-episode episode breakdown and thoughts. Uh, that's going to be our bonus episode. We're going to have a regular episode like we are today, and then we'll have our falcon winter soldier bonus episode for keep an eye on that and if you're wondering where you can find us and get information about us we are on instagram and twitter at astonishing nr definitely go check us out there we do a lot more than just a podcast we do youtube and like i said earlier that we're going to be doing twitch very soon so go to our social media platforms to get information on all of our good stuff and we got a ton more coming down the pipeline we're just getting started all right, guys. Um, Chris, I'll let you start off. Uh, what are you expecting? Your thoughts, your theories. Go for it, sir, on the Falcon and Winter Soldier show that's coming up. Funny enough, I'm not really expecting anything specific. I never followed the Winter Soldier and Falcon until I seen the movies. But after watching WandaVision, I'm just... I'm going to be expected to be surprised and delighted. And I can't wait. I watched the final trailer, which I think it it's going to be amazing. You know, there's a character that I seen in a trailer that I didn't recognize. But I'm looking forward to learning and uh, just seeing the whole storyline develop. You know, it ended at um, the end game. And this is going to continue on from that. So it's funny. I'm just going in with an open mind and, you know, I'm I'm sure I'll be pleasantly surprised. You know, no expectations. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um, are you expecting to see any MCU characters show up? Ooh... I'll pose this question have, to both both of you. So, yeah. 
I feel like we might get some uh, cameos from different characters that we've seen in the movies before. Who would I like to see? I honestly would love to see Ant-Man show up as a cameo. Like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially that little connection that Falcon and Ant-Man have, right? Yeah, they have a good, they have a yeah. good like, back and yeah. forth, too. Okay, okay so quick, quick yes or no. Are we going to see Chris Evans' Captain America show up? Oh, I don't know. Yes or no? No. D? Final episode, Old Man Evans. Yes. And I'm going to agree with you too, Old Man Cap. Yes, near the end or something like that. To keep us lingering for more. Or hungry for more. So I'm going to say yes too on that. So we will find out, right? On its own. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? We're gonna find out. We're gonna, we're gonna find out about this, and it's gonna be a fun ride. Uh, D, mm-hmm. you want to take it away? What you are? What are you looking forward to? And your thoughts? So, theories? I broke my no trailer rule for this, so I hope you. I yes, hope you, you did. Me. Yes, you. I, 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 yes, Alvin you knows did. I like to go into movies and shows blind for some weird reason lately, <laughs> but I did watch the trailer, and my first thought was, "What is going on?" There's just a lot of action, but I didn't get any <laughs> questions answered. Do, do, do you want to? Do you want to? Should we talk about what we were discussing about the shield throwing incident? Oh, that! Like the first thing I saw was uh, <laughs> Mackie just hucking the shield at the tree, training, and I was like, he looks absolutely ridiculous. Like it's one thing when you when you're in the action doing it, like Cap just got the shield and was throwing it around in fight scenes, but I never actually thought about him going home and practicing. Just throwing the shield at a tree. Just, just so that people who are listening uh, has an I have an idea of what we're talking about. There's a new trailer that dropped just today, literally on uh, March fifteenth, uh, of him. Uh, when I mean him, Falcon, throwing the shield around in the in his like backyard, in, pla- in his backyard where they ended off on an end game, and he's got all these pads tied up to these trees. I think there's five of them. And he's just bounce, throwing and trying to get them to bounce off each tree and come back to him. And he does it in a very, you know, aggressive and, you know, captain-like speed and force. And then he does a little flip in the air or something and grabs the shield as it comes to him. And I remember when I saw that, I was just like, how is he doing this? Like, there's no way he should be doing this. He doesn't have super soldier serum. No way. And my theory was, and I was telling you, D, is Bucky probably threw it and he just playing catch with it, right? <laughs> it's like, here, here, Frodo, <laughs> catch it. Right? When he caught it, the, like, recoil, like, there's pushback. Like, he, like, staggered to catch it, too. So, I, at least they added those minor details, but... I, I think it's a clever uh, clipping of the uh, trailer from some editor in a room. I don't think, I don't think that was... But that's, that's the ridiculous. thing I like about it, too, is because he isn't Captain America. Uh, it will go He's to not. my next point after, but he yeah. does have weaknesses. He has to try harder than the last guy, because one wrong move, he's it's he's dead. That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> my takeaway from the trailer was you saw these like American flag and like football games and all this, and then you see U.S. agent coming up. So I think yeah, General Ross and the military and the government want to push this new guy. I think he's played by Wyatt Russell the U.S. agent mm-hmm. to be the next Captain America. They were making that speech on how America needs a symbol, blah, 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 blah. Just because Captain America gave Falcon the go-ahead to be the next Captain America, 
the government could be like, ah, that's nice, but we're going to use this guy over here. And maybe this new guy has a version of the super soldier serum in him. Not a perfected one, which maybe down the line will lead to problems. I hope there's a showdown between him and, and Falcon or Sam, whatever you want to call him. Captain Falcon. <laughs> Captain Falcon. <laughs> but like, I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes. And the thing about US agent is you can tell he's going to be the guy who is all yes, sir. No, sir. He does things by the books. If, if general Ross says we need this done and sometimes there's going to be collateral damage, he's going to go in there and do it. He's, he's Captain America without his morals. In the books, he's... I think that's exactly how to describe him. He was a stronger, faster version of him without the experience, without Steve's morals. So I'm curious to see if he's the same in this movie. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to add before I go on my little rant here? No, I'm just curious <laughs> to see what he looks like in costume. I think we only saw him from the back when he's running onto that football field. I could be wrong, but we'll see I what happens. Looks... Here's my here's my theory on this whole show. I think this what's happening is um, they go after the scene at the, at the house there. I think they head towards um, to see the government, and then the government says, "Hey, that shield actually is government property. It's not yours. It's ours." So he gives it willingly, gives it back to them, and I think they're probably caught off guard when they see a new Captain America with strong abilities, they're, they're probably like the two of them. You can see in the trailer where they're like, well, how did this happen? How did this guy get Steve's strength? So they're probably curious as what's going on. And I bet some sort of other part of the government says to them, hey, we want to look into this. So let's look into this. And the, the two, these two go off on an adventure to find out what's going on. And how this guy obtained the super soldier strength. Because, you know, Cap was supposed to be the last guy, right? To get that. So, I think that's where they're going to be kind of delving into it. And this is probably leads into, you know, um, the the abomination, all that going into it. I think, you know, the Weapon X project, all this stuff. I think this is going to lead into that, uh, that era. Kind of usher in that era of Weapon X and Weapon weaponized soldiers so i think this is this is what it's going to create and then i've also heard on the rumors uh, on the internet and stuff that there's going to be also a, a a good amount of um remember how we got in wandavision what happened to all those people when they disappeared and came back so i've yeah. been hearing i've been hearing on the internet they're going to touch on that as well oh that'd um, be amazing yeah i think I'm also going to hear about Baron Zemo. He comes back after the snap. And mm -hmm. he was gone for five years. Remember, after Civil War, we didn't hear much from him. And so when he got snapped and came back, maybe this is what sets him off to continue his fight against superheroes. So there's there's been you know rumors and rumblings I've been hearing on the internet that they're going to be talking about the, some ramifications of the snap coming back after five years and how people are trying to cope with this it's a giant mess and these tv shows i think are trying to fill in those gaps and wonder vision did a good job of filling in with monica rambo and her situation but i think this show is also going to talk about other characters and other people how they're trying to cope with it and maybe this is why the government has created this you know serum to get you know another captain america to help them 
you know, not have this issue again uh, with another situation, an alien attack or something like that. So it's going to be, uh, that's my theory on what I think is going to happen if the show is going to dive deep into that and then dive into the weapons program. Because, you know, there's a whole bunch of characters that, you know, are part of the weapons program research, including, obviously, the most famous Wolverine. So this is going to be very interesting how they get into that. And there's a lot of places they're visiting. From what I heard, one of the places is going to be uh, where Dr. Doom resides from, Latveria. But that's just a rumor we'll see. It would be awesome if they name drop that location because then you know it's certain that Doom exists in that universe right off the bat. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's gonna be a fun ride. And uh, there's been a few critics that have seen it already, and they said the, right away off the bat there's action. Right away. So, and the other thing I was going to mention was, I don't know if you guys noticed these henchmen, um, they look like they have some superpowers as well. They look like they have some super strength. Because, you know, that part where Falcon goes to Bucky, hey, you got beat by a little girl, right? <laughs> and there, there's a, I don't know if you saw the, the trailer that I put to, said to you guys today was, there was a scene where she punches uh, Winter Soldier and he actually falls back. So there's some there's something to that. I mean, this is why I'm thinking, my theory is, there's some serums that are being given out to these people and either the government's behind her or... Um, What's his name is behind it as well, Zemo. So, it's gonna be very interesting. I, it's gonna, you know, shed some light on what's going on with these superpowered all of a sudden people that you didn't think they're gonna have that superpower. So yeah, yeah it's gonna be really cool. Uh, anything else we want to add before we uh, head off into the sunset? No, General Ross is pretty bad at his job though. He needs to stop immediately. Well, isn't he gonna be eventually the Red Hulk? Right? Maybe he'll inject himself. I don't know. In the movie world, we'll see. But he's just like... <laughs> every time I see him, I'm just like, you need to go, man. Like, <laughs> after that after was... that abomination incident, it's like you should have been just done. Maybe this is the reason why they pushed Black Widow off for so long. I have a feeling those all tie in together. Yeah. It's going to be connected. Yeah, because that movie's coming out very soon, too, again. Hopefully. I don't, I don't know why they didn't just release it in the Disney Plus. They should have. <laughs> like, they should have. Well, but oh well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at this point, just release it. I mean, it's it's been, what, over a year, the delay? Like, like I totally forgot about it until you said that. Like, I don't want to be yeah. rude, but I <laughs> lost some interest in seeing it. I, I think a lot of people lost interest. That movie is hurting because they're not willing to release it. They're trying to cash in. I think the reason why they're doing this is because it's, it's in Scarlett Johansson's contract. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard, is where her contract doesn't allow them to put it on Disney+. Plus. It has to be released in the theaters. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you, that's, what I've, that's what I've heard. That's the reason why they can't put it on Disney+. Plus. And that, then if, if that's true, then that'll explain the reason why they can't do it. Because I don't see any reason they wouldn't do it if they were allowed to do it. They would have already done it. So, yeah, that's what I heard. Scarlett Johansson's contract negates her movies being put onto streams before because i think it hurts her her own the profile it hurts her profile mm-hmm. from going straight to dvd kind of thing right so yeah well and that's, is so weird. that's one thing it's it's so hard when you have this movie and due to covid we can't go see it in theaters you know this is probably definitely a movie you're gonna want to see on a big screen with the surround sound 
you know it's as much as it sucks that they didn't put it on disney plus and i completely get where you're saying elvin that it's probably in our contract but you know it's i'm patiently waiting to go see it i'm looking forward to it but it's you know it's it's tough they did that with the mulan movie and you know it's not one of those movies you want to watch on tv first you know if you're a big fan of something you're gonna want to see it in theaters you know i did that with uh x-men the last stand and i wish i didn't see it in theaters but (laughs) if it was gonna be good i I, I wish i didn't see it on a big screen (laughs) i wish i wish i didn't see it at all (laughs) (laughs) my eyes yes terrible no but i mean even if it was in her contract as it's been rumored to i mean does disney not have a brinks truck they just load up to her backyard and go here you go let's just move past this contract notion we're just going to hand you 20 million here how about that Mm -hmm. you you still want that in the theaters or do you want it's like it's weird too because now she's if this is true she's going to be known as the woman who held up this movie because she wanted this in her contract so what did this get you well that's that's just it right i mean all it does is push back disney's ultimate plan or kevin feige's ultimate plan to get the next phase going because Remember, she's part of the old phase. She doesn't exist anymore, or so we perceive. Uh, she doesn't exist, so this was a sort of like a send-off for her. This was Kevin yeah. Feige's way of saying, hey, you know what, we never made a movie for you. Let's make one for you because you're going to die in this Endgame movie, so let's do one for you as a send-off to you and your family, you know, you know, Red Guardian and so on, and then usher in the new Black Widow, which is your sister, who's going to be part of the MCU going forward to pay homage to the Black Widow and not lose that Black Widow character entirely. So, you know, I I think whether it's contract, whatever the case may be, I I think Disney should have said, let's get this out on the streaming platform, even though we know that people will love to see it in theaters because you can always bring it back into theaters down the road. They've done it with other movies in the past. Every company's done that. Hey, you guys missed it due to COVID? We'll bring it back for a couple of weeks in the theater so you can go get your fix in a big screen, big sound with popcorn, right? And it's but Disney. In the meantime, they can do anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, But in the meantime, they should have said, hey, listen, we got a whole bunch of shows coming and some of them is going to be related to this movie. Let's get this out. Let's make it you know, possible for people who are huge fans to at least see this in their homes during this troubling time that the world's going through. Because at the end of the day, this is all we have right now for our sanity, right? Mm-hmm. We're, we can't see our loved ones. We can't hang out with our friends. We can't do a lot of things that we were so used to in our life. And this is our comfort food or comfort thing to watch these, especially if you're a huge fan of Marvel, to watch these things to keep you entertained until we kind of get back to normality. Would you guys agree with that or not? No, I agree. Agree. Well, you know, don't say anything more, guys. You summed it up. You said it all. Okay. So, yeah, I, I think I said enough now. <laughs> so, okay. Um, unless we have anything pressing, I think uh, we will end today's episode. So we, wherever you are, you know, we, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, so wherever you're in the world, in the universe... You know, have yourselves a good morning, a good day, and a good night, and we'll catch you next time. Take care, guys. Bye-bye, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Take care.